Ahoy and welcome to The Open Journal. Here we're going to be talking about mental health and all things related including illness, wellness, stigma and support and most importantly some of your very own personal stories. I'm Mike and while I'm being mindfully mindless hopefully myself and my amazing guests will be able to show you you're not alone out there. These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. So I told everything and her face dropped. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so mm. they can appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds. And the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. Sometimes you need somebody to just give you permission to say, you just need a little bit of help. I don't think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I hope you're well. Hope you're doing, uh, yeah, hope you're doing well this fortnight. It's lovely to sit down and have the opportunity that I do this episode. I can't believe I opened the Pepsi just before I turned on the mic. I should have caught that. That would have been a great, that would have been a great thing to catch on audio. I'll have to remember that for next time. This episode is, uh, I think I used to describe these as a slightly different episode um, for long-time listeners. Every so often. There's a space in the calendar and I get a chance to sit down and have a conversation with you. And this is one of those episodes I'm delighted to say for the next 20 to 30 minutes, I'm going to be here chatting away to you. Um, So if that doesn't feel like a thing for you, I guess skip this episode. (laughs) Um, But hopefully it does. Hopefully you're happy to sit down and listen. Um, And yeah, I guess in some way have a conversation with me if you enjoy this episode or any of the others. You know, the ones that are much better where I get a guest to come on and they do most of the speaking. Um, please do remember to rate the podcast on uh, whichever podcast app or platform you're listening to it on. Um, it really does help other people become more aware of the podcast and the conversations that we're having here. And hopefully of the guests that come on as well to share some of their stories, projects, campaigns or a range of other things that they might be involved in. So, yeah. An opportunity to sit down. Um, it has coincided with something I've spoken about before quite a few times. Um, so I don't want to spend ages on it, but I also know I am going to. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about awareness days today. Um, I'm not going to talk about them in general. I feel like I've done that in other episodes. Um, I've sat here and, and ranted to you about how important they are, but some of the limitations that do come with them um i think we also mentioned them briefly um when emma came on uh about five episodes ago so i don't want to go into loads and loads of um uh kind of talking points that we've had before so this time round, i'm going to try and focus us a little bit as much as i can focus on one thing um and that is the fact that in february there are a range of awareness days weeks and a month 
Um, and it very much is the start to, I think, about three or four months of quite a lot of different awareness um, things are happening. So we're going to be talking about some of the stuff that's going on in February. Um, but looking ahead, like in March, there's a University Mental Health Day. There's World Bipolar Day, Self-Injury Awareness Day. Um, April's got World Health Day, Stress Awareness Month, and very importantly, National Pet Day. Um, May, you've got Mental Health Awareness Week, um, Children's Mental Health Awareness Week, World M uh, Maternal Mental Health Day. June's got World Wellbeing Week. <laughs> um, you, you get the idea. There's a big run of, of stuff coming up. And yeah, there's quite a lot in February as well which is what we're going to be focusing on today. I'm just going to talk through some of the ones that are coming up and why I think they're important and some of the themes that you might see going on. Hopefully it's a prompt for you to go away, find out a little bit more about those conversations and maybe engage in them, maybe support with them. Um, just reflect on kind of the role that they might play and uh, hopefully give you a chance to look out for those conversations as and when they happen as well. So the first one I want to speak about is Time to Talk. Um, so it's Time to Talk down the 3rd of Feb. Um, yeah, again, long-time listeners will know we've we've spoken about Time to Talk a few times. Uh, I'm so grateful to the Time to Talk champions that have come on in the past and spoken about um, Time to Talk and Time to Change. Uh, so for those that aren't aware, Time to Talk Day, so this year it's the 3rd of Feb, is usually or always the first Thursday in February and it's run for oh I should have checked that um I'm gonna say about seven to ten years <laughs> I think yeah I should have checked that um but it has in the past been delivered and run by Time to Change which you might have heard of before um so they were a, a campaign or a project that was funded and um supported by the national charity Mind but also Rethink Mental Illness as well and unfortunately, last year we saw the close of Time to Change. Um, so I wasn't 100% sure whether Time to Talk would be happening this year, but it is. Uh, there's a new website. There's um, slightly different branding, I think, on some of the stuff. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but you can find out, um, I think, their website. Yeah, it's timetotalkday.co.uk. Um, and you can download, as always, the kind of the free resources um, I think there are packs but by the time you're listening to this they will have already stopped delivering those so um, you'll only get those if you've already ordered them but it's a great opportunity for for conversation I think it's a day that is um, started to really get some good mainstream attention lots of engagement was happening uh, and I think time to change did a really good job with having those uh, young and adult champions I think particularly I've got maybe slightly biased um, I saw so many of the young champions sharing their stories I got to go to one of the training days uh, we've had a number of young champions that have come on the podcast and shared their stories and their insights as well um, and hopefully there's a few more that, that um, uh, just hasn't quite happened but I'm hoping they might come on in, in the future and tell us about what their experience was like as a young champion but also kind of an insight into some of the amazing work they've done in the years since so yes yeah, definitely one to look out for um uh, yeah i can't i can't really say enough about time to talk 
um, and how important it can be. But again, I'm conscious I've mentioned this day in the past, um, so I don't want to spend too long on it. But yeah, definitely look out for that on the 3rd of Feb. Um, then the following week, so the 7th to the 13th, there are two separate awareness weeks happening. Um, and I think it's a really difficult one because I think both of these weeks kind of deserve and need their own time. So to have them both in the same week, I think is is a shame, but I, that is what it is, I guess. Um, so from the 7th to the 13th of Feb, we also we have Children's Mental Health Week. Um, I think there's an awareness week later in the year. I might have mentioned that earlier. But it's Children's Mental Health Week on the 7th to the 13th. But it's also Race Equality Week as well. So both of those, I think, yeah, just for me, they kind of need their own time. Um, but briefly, so Children's Mental Health Week um, is, uh, I think the theme this year is growing together. When you think of the last, well, the last two years, really. Um, the opportunity to grow and develop for young people I think has definitely been changed um, and personally I think it's also been hindered as well there's been great opportunities to grow and develop and learn and uh, you know live in different ways and we've heard from so many recent guests about some of the amazing online projects um, campaigns and services that have become available over the last two years and that's great but I think for young people to have missed out on that opportunity to um just have social lives the way that many of us did um at particular kind of age ages um uh, and particular stages i think is very difficult um but yeah so this year um i think it's growing together um is is the focus um that's set by place to be um and you can find more information on their website which is uh place two as in the number or the digit two b dot org dot uk um and it's looking at kind of growing emotionally um and how it's important for us to grow individually but also growing together and looking at the challenges and the setbacks that can help us to grow and adapt um and to find new things to kind of push ourselves and move beyond the comfort zone that we have and one thing that is mentioned, I think it's on the website or the press release or somewhere I've read it, about kind of the idea that when we grow physically, that's a very visual and a very obvious thing. Um, but when we are growing or being challenged emotionally, or it doesn't say mentally, but in my head because of, you know, mental health and well-being, but in the focus here, I'm thinking mentally. Um, that's not as obvious. It's not as visual. Um, and it can be difficult to tell when someone is growing or when they're being challenged. And I think it's a really interesting and really important focus to reflect on um so some really good stuff there go and have a look at that um and like i say place to be i've got some good information there or maybe check out some of the local youth services that are in your area as well and then we've also got race equality week um which i think is a uk focused um, awareness week um, and it's looking at the fact, I think one of the key bits is that people from racialized communities are currently more likely to experience a mental health problem, but way less likely to receive help um, with that illness or struggle. And I just think we're seeing this more and more with um, almost any aspect of life. It's like, oh, people from racialized communities are more likely to experience this difficulty, but they're less likely to um, kind of receive help. Um I think that there's a message there, like um, maybe just the way that we live, work, um, uh, just 
isn't as equal as we think it is. It's not as accessible as we think it is. It's accessible for us, for um, people that identify as uh, predominantly kind of white, straight, um, male, I think are finding that yeah the world is pretty accessible for us there's the odd limitation here and there but generally we're, we're okay um and i think you're just seeing more and more the way that our, our like i say our worlds our lives our workplaces our communities are, are not actually that equal they're not that accessible um and there's lots of things that can be looked at lots of things are happening to develop different projects and services and opportunities um, and that's great and that's really needed um, but much like when we talk about mental health um, and we talk about people seemingly uh, from my point of view being left or discouraged from coming forward until they are in a point of crisis and they really need urgent support and I think we're kind of seeing the same around race equality where people have been left discouraged harmed um, and left until there is a crisis and now we're working on that crisis you know and that's that's needed now but the whole point is that you know you've been left or put in a situation where you've got to that um, and I think there needs to be a lot more thought around how we work and how we live and actually how accessible is it how stigmatized is it how balanced is it um, and kind of as an overlap to that we're also going to be having this kind of through the whole of february it's lgbt plus history month so i think again thinking about equality um accessibility um the stigmas that exist um the lack of education around certain things i just uh, i think there's a big overlap here um and there needs to be real thought about the about the way that we work and that we live and some of the biases that we carry consciously or subconsciously um i guess this is one of those where I, i'm on that balance between i think we kind of have the awareness side fairly sorted it's the education side we're massively lacking in the education is what's needed for people to understand the true harm that comes from our our, our inability to change and adapt and put things in place um that that do make things a bit more equal um that provide a bit more of a balanced workplace um or access to certain venues or events um that maybe at the moment seem very much predominantly for um a straight white person um or particularly maybe a straight white male i don't know it's hard to say and i think i'm probably not the best person to speak about that um fortunately we have lots of guests that have come on have shared their own insights and there's other places as well that you can hear these stories being shared and i'd really recommend that um you give the opportunity to potentially listen to someone different to listen to a different platform and hear some of those voices um if this is the week that prompts you to hear that or to see that i know some platforms often will uh kind of give focus to different voices through um race equality week um and black history month later in the year as well um so it could be a great opportunity to kind of reflect on some of the things that we are just yeah poorly educated on and, and not as aware of as we like to think we are so yeah we as i mentioned there we also have lgbt plus history month so i think this is predominantly celebrated in the uk but might 
be abroad as well. Um, so it's celebrated in the UK in February each year to coincide with the abolition, and I think I've said that right, of Section 28, um, which is part of a, a local government act in the UK. So in 2003, that was uh, abolished. <laughs> I think I've said that right. Um, but basically that section placed a ban on local authorities and schools from kind of air quotes promoting homosexuality. So this was to do around the like the learnings and teachings of um, basically in my head it's it's respect, it's consent, it's communication, it's love and relationships. Um, just some of the people in this country, <laughs> I just don't know where they're coming from. Um, but yes, so so in two thousand and three, that seems so recent. I ugh, it's ridiculous. Um, that law was abolished um so in february there's kind of that celebration that that happened but also then the reflection on some of the amazing stories experiences um and achievements of people that may identified or were identified um kind of as lgbtq uh historically um so those people that maybe didn't get the recognition that they deserved who um kind of weren't spoken about because of their identity or maybe their identity wasn't mentioned previously. So a really, uh, a really important, a really important time to to have that reflection. And I think now, uh, a couple of years ago, probably a few now, I remember seeing there's uh, like a celebration poster. Um, I'm trying to think where. Um, I don't think it was Stonewall. I think it was somewhere else. Put the poster together, and it shows kind of like a history in the UK of. Uh, uh, LGBTQ plus people um, and their successes and the things that have happened. I think it must be like a 2010 maybe. Um, yeah, it, I think it is quite dated, but it's a historical thing, so it doesn't really matter. Um, so there'll be a lot of stuff going on throughout the month. Um, although, as you mentioned, that there's a few things happening at the beginning of the month. So this might be something that you're looking out for. Um, towards the end of February possibly uh, in the summer so usually in June and July see some amazing uh, pride events uh, I know we do um, kind of here in the south coast of the of England um, with some amazing stuff in Portsmouth Southampton and Hampshire um, and of course over in Brighton as well where where pride and the community is celebrated so richly um, but I think it's really important we have times like this we're at we're looking back at um, the limitations that were placed on people completely unfairly, completely unjustly. Um, and, and really, not until very, very recently have they been acknowledged. Um, and sometimes I think we fall foul. I know I do I have so many amazing conversations, so many amazing guests come on and speak about what they're doing. And we kind of create this amazing space, I think, I hope, uh, where conversation happens, where we acknowledge uh, we acknowledge each other, we hear stories, uh, we we praise and celebrate each other. Um, and I think sometimes we forget that there are changes to our legal systems, um, there are cases in mainstream media, there are personal stories where people are still stigmatised, are still um, you know, ruled against. Up until very, very recently, 
Um, I mean, we're talking about 2003 here. There are other laws in relation to, to, to mental health and different aspects um, of well-being that changed i think in like 2016 and 2019 um here in the uk and there are other pla other countries where there are still laws um and still kind of rulings and um s existing structures that don't support people um and that kind of limit the opportunity to to recognize who people truly are and um yeah, I think sometimes, like I say, I know I do, sort of we kid ourselves that we live in a slightly better world than the one that we actually do. Um, so I think history is so important. It's um, an opportunity to reflect on on how far we have come. We, ha we have come some way, but, you know, there's still quite a long way to go. And there are still people that have been, you know, really, really unjustly harmed um, by our law and by the way that we live and i think it's a yeah an important opportunity to to reflect and uh then we also have at the end of february eating disorders awareness week from the 28th of feb to the 6th of march and uh i think eating disorders are one of those where it feels like there is that growing awareness now I'm, I'm not sure education is there but um i think there is a growing awareness around eating disorders um i've read i think kind of looking into some of this that one in 50 people in the uk are affected by an eating disorder um so it's a huge number of people and i know there's some amazing work happening um there are some really important conversations and campaigns that are happening we've spoken a few times um on the podcast about hope virgo's work and the dump the scales campaign um and i think that's really important it's been referenced by not just when hope came on quite a lot of episodes ago but also by guests that have come on since and spoken about the work um that hope is doing and i know there are other campaigners that really do some amazing work um with conversations and kind of improving hopefully some education that we all have around eating disorders and sharing their insights I know many of you will, like me, um, have seen uh, Cara Lizette's stuff um, online and the amazing kind of campaigning that she does around sharing her own lived experience and the kind of the interviews and the conversations that she's been part of over the last year, year and a half have been amazing. I know she was doing loads of stuff before that, but I feel like there's um, uh, a lot more visual work happening um since then so I've, I've i've seen her on tv it's not just online um so cara's doing some really really amazing stuff as well so those are just two people there are many many more um but i think it's really important that we do kind of look at again kind of this role that awareness days play because i think there is that growing sense of awareness around eating disorders but a massive lack of education um so one of the things I saw kind of shared by, I think it's Beat was sharing this, that um, there are still kind of these misconceptions around eating disorders um, and the idea that people often think or can think that um, certain weights are linked to certain eating problems or disorders um which isn't true and that um many people think that someone with an eating problem would either be kind of visibly overweight or underweight which 
also isn't true. Um, anyone can be, can be experiencing an eating problem or an eating disorder, regardless of their age, their gender, their weight, their background. Um, and I think that's the bit where we kind of are lacking that education. Um, and that's the bit I, I hope picks up you know at the moment we're we're almost reliant on on people like hope and cara sharing their experiences um my, my hope is that 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 starts to change and so some of these days or weeks that are a bit more focused in that aren't kind of um just all mental health that are are um kind of illness specific i think become very important so in the past you might have heard me speak about um, like health days are important really important that we think about all of our health um, but often mental health is kind of thrown in there underneath um, a range of other things and uh, it's really important to specifically focus in on mental health and the same can be said of mental health like it's a huge topic it's a huge area for discussion and reflection and to have time to sit back and reflect on a, a particular illness a uh, particular in this case disorder is so important um, because there'll be so many people that are affected by that there'll be things um, where people are currently experiencing symptoms um, but might not be diagnosed with a particular illness or disorder and at that stage maybe support um, could be put in place maybe there are particularly tools or strategies that could help that person kind of manage their disorder or their illness before it gets worse and so often I think kind of seeing people um, as I say, like Cara and Hope, sharing their stories where they're just left or discouraged from coming forward until they're in crisis. Um, and we really need to do a lot of work to, to stop that happening um, in so many different areas. But I think this is one area that I feel like it's becoming more visible and I'm more aware of it. Um, so definitely something that should be looked into. So yeah, I hope hope that gives you a little bit of an opportunity to reflect on on some of the awareness days coming up. So kind of reflect back on on time to talk on children's mental health, race equality, um, LGBT history, um, uh, eating disorders, and on some of the really important days that are coming up later as well. So as we said in March, there's University Mental Health Day, World Bipolar Day, Self Injury Awareness Day, um, and then April World Health uh, Day, Stress Awareness Month um and then yeah <laughs> there's more there's more um so there's lots of really important stuff going on like i say i think there are oh, i still really think these are important i like them i think it draws attention um but there are limitations to awareness days weeks and, and months there are definitely things that they are not designed for that they don't do um and maybe will never do um they are very much in my view they are conversation starters they are awareness raisers. They are not massively going to educate someone. There needs to be a longer sustained um, investment or commitment to programs and projects for that to happen. We need to see changes to um, the curriculum, to the way that charities and projects are funded and supported for those things to happen. We need to each individually take responsibility to reflect um, maybe do a training course maybe look at some stuff online um, have conversations with people have those open spaces be part of those open spaces where we're hearing conversations and stories that we don't usually hear it does take a bit of effort sometimes equally 
Um, if like me, you're very fortunate, you get to hear a range of different stories, a range of different experiences. That is great. Continue to do that, but also look at and reflect on are you maybe talking to some of the same people? Um, is there opportunity to maybe talk to someone different, hear a different story, hear a different insight, um, to challenge your own views and your own perceptions of maybe particular services um, or particular experiences that people might have had. I think that's so important. As I say, awareness days are not going to do that, but they might be the start. They might be the prompt. Who knows? Um, yeah, I hope, like I say, you've you've enjoyed kind of hearing. <laughs> I don't know if you enjoy that. Um, hearing um, about some of those awareness days that are coming up. Um, they can, and I know they do personally, they have played such an important part um, in my recovery um in the kind of the recovery that continues to happen the conversations that continue to happen for me absolutely privileged to be in a situation where i don't have to rely on these days uh, um it's great that i get to to talk about them but i don't need to rely on them now there are people that are willing to to come onto the podcast any time of the year um to talk about mental health to talk about well-being to talk about related aspects um that there are conversations that happen offline that are around mental health and well-being um absolutely delighted that that's the case but there are still stories there are still experiences that i've not heard there are still things i know way 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 less about and um really should know more about so i think it's a continuing a continuing journey um and that's maybe oh, i don't want to say should that's the way i i kind of want to continue to to grow and reflect kind of kind of using the uh, children's mental health theme there to grow in terms of um, better understanding some of the experiences people have had um, that I haven't and I know in the past we talked about um, particular illnesses that people have come on and spoken about that I haven't experienced and so I have much uh, less knowledge or much less insight around those um, so a big thank you to those people that do come on and, and share their insights and their experiences um, as well. It makes a huge difference. And there we go. It's uh, I think that's I think that's about half an hour of me chatting through some Awareness Day stuff. A little bit more factual than maybe I'd intended. Um, I hopefully I've, I've I've put in some personal <laughs> I've put into some personal thoughts and reflection points in there. Like I say, I do enjoy having the opportunity to to sit down and and have. A conversation with you I very much um I have noticed that in my mind when I record um the podcast episodes I, I imagine there kind of being three of us sat around a table I imagine it's it's me whoever the guest is and kind of you as the as the listener as the third person on that table um and uh then when I have these episodes where it's just me sitting and having a conversation with you um, I feel like oh, it's, it's it's me sitting down chatting to you and uh, I'm feeling obviously most of the time because uh, through this medium <laughs> you can't talk directly back live um, and uh, yeah on the odd occasion I think there are times when I've spoken to people uh, kind of air quotes real life um, uh, <laughs> just need to remember to um shut up sometimes <laughs> i sort of switch into podcast mode where it's like oh i just talk <laughs> um so yeah i, I think a bit of a 
personal point to uh, to learn and take that on board. I think I'm a good listener usually. I just need to remember to click it in sometimes. Um, but yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Hope you've enjoyed hearing a little bit more from me. I really do um, appreciate your time and, and thank you for continuing to be part of the podcast, for sharing and being part of Open Journal. As always, if you're interested in coming on, sharing your own insights, having a chat for half an hour or so, um, whether it's about a particular project campaign or just your lived experience, which is um, so hugely important and valued um, here, please do have a look at the website, which is openjournalbc.com and uh, drop me an email and let me know if you'd like to come and have a chat. We've already got a few guests booked in for the next, I think we're on about a month to two months ahead booking um, at the moment. Um, so yeah, if you're interested, let me know. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. Remember to rate the podcast. I keep forgetting to say that. Um, have a great fortnight. I look forward to speaking to you in two weeks time and to sharing uh, another conversation with you. Let's get the three of us around that round table very, very soon. And uh, have a great fortnight. Remember, you're not alone out there. These are not real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. So I told everything and her face dropped. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so mm. they can't appreciate Yeah, It's difficult dealing with our minds. And the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. Sometimes you need somebody to just give you permission to say you just need a little bit of help. I don't think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it. <laughs>